is, folks. You've seen him in movies as the star of Wake Island and Lifeboat, and you hear him as Riley on this program every Sunday night. But did you realize that he's also a very learned fellow? Oh, Ken, you embarrass me. Remember, I'm no show-off. It's true I went to grammar school 14 years, but I never let my education go to my head. <laughs> the American Meat Institute presents William Bendix in The Life of Riley. The meat people of America, providing a great food for a great nation. Five million farmers and ranchers raising fine meat animals. 600,000 men and women in more than 3,500 meat packing plants. 400,000 meat retailers, all doing their level best in face of the enormous demands of war to put meat on your table. On behalf of all these, the American Meat Institute brings you The Life of Riley. Like most men who toiled hard all day, Chester A. Riley, war worker, husband, father, and man about small town, likes to sit a while before supper in his shirt sleeves on the front steps of his California bungalow and exchange repartee with passers-by. He is sitting out there now when Artemis Egan, the letter carrier, comes by and hails him. Evening, Mr. Riley. How are you this evening? Fine, Mr. Egan. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Fine, thanks. I uh, got a little headache, though. Of course you have. I could tell you had a headache the minute I laid eyes on your shoes. Shoes? Mr. Riley, most of a man's trouble comes from his feet. Now, you take my feet. What for? I mean, I mean, my feet are fine, Mr. Egan. I, I got two of the best feet around. I... Now, you take me, a postman, on my feet all day. And for years, no one knows the trouble I had. Ooh. Doctored for this and doctored for that. Till I found out it was all from wearing the wrong shoes. Well, you don't say. Whose shoes were you wearing? <laughs> so I bought these shoes I'm wearing now. Call them my thousand-mile shoes. Been wearing the same pair now for ten years. Yep. Well, I guess I'll go into supper now. Yes, Please. sir. Ten years I've been wearing them. These very self-same shoes. Of course, I had them half-sold 19 times, 31 pairs of new heels, and the uppers changed four times. But, uh, <laughs> you still use your original feet, though, huh? <laughs> You go get you a pair of shoes like mine, and you won't have no more headaches from them feet of yours. Yeah, 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 well, thanks. I'll do that, Mr. Egan. So long now. So long, Mr. Riley. Always glad to listen to you. <laughs> headaches from my feet. If I listen to him, I'll be putting an aspirin in each shoe. <laughs> hey, Pop. Oh, hello, Junior. How's my favorite and only son tonight? Oh, gosh, Pop, you know what? No, what? Uh... Hey, kid, O'Brien's got some new puppies. And listen, Pop, I can get to have one of them. A genuine pointer. What do you want with a dog, Junior? Oh, gee, didn't you ever have a dog when you were a boy? Well, yeah, I did. He, he was a swell dog, too. Half collie, half dachshund, and half bulldog. <laughs> Gosh, that's only one and a half dogs. Didn't your dog have another half? No, no, there wasn't no other half. From then on down, he ran into 16th. <laughs> oh, well, Bob, can I have one of Egghead's dogs? Can I have him? Can I, no, Bob? No, no, can no, I, can junior, I have no, a dog? No, 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 Junior, would you? <laughs> one question at a time. <laughs> okay, Pop, can I have a dog? Well, now, give me time to think it over now. 
Okay, my head's made up. You can. <laughs> Gosh, thanks, Pop. I told Egghead you'd give in. Oh, you did. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I told him it was Mom that was the boss in our house. Junior, now, I don't like that now. <laughs> There's only one person that can tell me I ain't the boss in my house, and that's your mother. But I know how to handle her. Watch out. I'll, I'll take her by surprise. Uh, Dumplin', uh, you know what, uh, I've been thinking? No, Riley, we haven't any room in this house for a dog. I've been... <laughs> Who said anything about a dog? That's all Junior's talked about for a week. Well, now, wait a minute, Now, Dumplin'. Riley, you know how puppies are. They chew shoes and they dig foxholes in your best rugs. No, he wouldn't. Pop and train well, him. Sure, I'll train him. Riley, I'll... do you realize a young puppy has to have special food cooked for him? That dog will eat what I eat or go without. <laughs> well, I wash my hands of it. Junior, it's up to your father, but I'll hold him responsible. Oh. You better think it over, Riley. Oh, well, Junior, I, I guess it would make your mother a lot of extra work, probably. Oh, but... gosh, Pop, she practically said yes. Oh, uh, that's all you know about women, Junior. <laughs> what she really said was, if I was fool enough to let you have a dog, I'd be sorry. See, Junior, with women, you gotta be diplomatic. You, you gotta compromise, so you ain't getting no dog. <laughs> Hey, kid, this is Junior. How's my dog? Swell. I'll come to him at the end of the week. Sure, I've been working on my father, and he's weakening. I got a system and... Hello, hello. Listen, hey, kid, here's Pop now. Uh, call me back in a couple of minutes, and whatever I say, don't say nothing back. Goodbye. Hello, Junior. I'm home. I, uh, Junior, Junior, what, what, what's that whistling Oh, hello, Pop. Yeah, what, what's the idea? What week you've been whistling like you was calling a dog? Well, how could I be calling a dog, Pop? I don't have any dog. Yeah, I know that. Look, do, do you feel good in and around your head? <laughs> well, I ain't sure, Pop. Sometimes I see something moving in front of my eyes. Well, like what moving? Well, kind of like, well, a, a tail wagon. And I hear noise, like barking. Junior, why don't you relax? Go bury a bone. I mean... <laughs> I mean, read a book or, or... Oh, I was reading a book, Pop. Look. Well, what, what, what's this book? Oh. Oh, The Care and Feeding of Canines. Oh, okay, so long as it's not about dogs. <laughs> you know what it says in this book, Pop? No. A dog is man's best friend. Oh, yeah, maybe so. But I never seen a dog could cook as good as your mother. <laughs> oh, I'll get that. All right. Hello? Oh, hello, Egghead. What? No, Egghead. I'd like to take that dog, but my father won't let me. What? Yeah, I guess he's afraid of dogs. What? Who's afraid? Yeah, I know other fellas' fathers can train them, but... Oh, mine ain't got the willpower. Who ain't got the willpower? I'm the mental equal of any dog I ever met. 
Yeah, kid. Tell your father how it is. Don't you tell him nothing of the kind. Give me, give me that phone, Junie. Give, give, uh, uh, egghead, listen, you tell your old man I could train any dog that ever walked. Yeah. Pop. Quiet, Junior. Egghead, me and Junior are taking that dog. Yeah, tonight. Oh, gee. Now, no back talk, Junior. I'm getting you that dog whether you like it or not. <laughs> It's nearly dinner time. Let's take the dog home, huh? Now, now, wait a minute, son. Gee, Pointy, it's nice of you to let me practice training our pup here in the garage. Glad to help out a pal. Go ahead, Riley. Give the commands again. Okay, how's this, Pointy? Uh, Tiger, get up. Up. Now, sit down, down, down. Now, roll over, over. Now, sit up. Sit up, Tiger. Good boy, Tiger. How's that, Pointy? Great. You give orders like a real trainer. Okay, Pointy. Now, now open the door and let the dog in here, and I'll try them on him. Eh? <laughs> now, Tiger, now quiet, quiet. Let's look. We'll sneak Tiger in the kitchen, see? Oh, we'll hide him in that closet until I can work up for telling your mother he's here. Now, hurry up. Stick him in that closet. Okay, Pop. Yeah. Get in there, Tiger. And be nice now. <laughs> Shut up, Tiger. Yeah, yeah. Quiet, Tiger. The whole thing is making a good first impression on my wife, see? Oh, oh here. Give him this bowl of soup to keep him quiet. Here. Here, Tiger. <laughs> Jiggers, Pop. Here comes Mom. Oh, I'll get her in a good mood first. <clears throat> uh, sweetheart, where's my little honeysuckle? Where's the prettiest little girl in all the world, huh? Who is it? She don't recognize me Well, don't overdo it, Pop oh. Well, where have you two been? Supper's waiting Oh, and look at that table all set That's the neatest table I ever saw Wait a minute oh. Where's the other bowl of soup? Huh? Soup? Junior, did, uh, did you see any extra soup? Well, sure, Pop Don't you remember we gave... Don't you, Junior, Junior, go wash your hands. I'll handle this. You, you. Oh, make it fast, Pop. You know what? Might get tired. You know where. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> What's he talking about? Well, Peg, our boy's been acting mighty funny lately. I, I got to thinking maybe his being so disappointed not having a dog was affecting his mind, maybe. Oh, don't be silly. Listen. What's that? Well, that, that, that must be Junior. It's just like I told you, Peg. His mind is snapping. Now he thinks he's a dog. Well, I hope he thinks he's a cocker spaniel. That's my favorite breed. Oh, Peg, how can you talk so calloused about our boy? <laughs> Poor Junior. All on account of he ain't got a dog. My, he sounds hungry. I think I'll give him a few dogs. Don't open that closet, dog. <laughs> my goodness, Junior, you've certainly changed. <laughs> that ain't Junior. That's, I mean... <laughs> Oh, oh, you knew it all the time. Oh, what a wonderful woman. Well, uh, never mind the soft soap, Riley. Now that you've got him, take care of him, that's all. Why, Peg, this dog is the best trained dog you ever saw. Mm, I'd have to see it to believe it. Oh, is that so? Why, one word out of me and that dog mine's perfect. I'll show you. Tiger. <coughs> Not quiet, Tiger. <coughs> Tiger. Tiger, hold. Tiger. <coughs> Tiger, down, <coughs> Oh, no, Tiger! Oh, stop licking my face! No, Tiger, don't! 
and Riley's in the soup. We'll rejoin the Riley's in a moment, and meanwhile, this is Ken Niles, your spokesman for meat. If you have a son in service, you're interested in what he wears, where he sleeps, what he eats. Maybe he's written you that his tank crew has been living in the field on Ration C, and you may have visions that Ration C is tiny bales of compressed vegetables, powdered eggs, vitamin powder, and maybe a bouillon cube. Well, let's look at Ration C. Actually, Ration C provides a full meal complete even to the can opener. But that's not all. There is not just one Ration C meal. There are 18 different Ration C meals, each representing a different combination of meat, plus a beverage, bread, and confection unit. These rations contain such combinations as pork and rice, ham, egg and potato, meat and vegetable stew, ham and lima beans, meat and noodles, ground meat, and spaghetti. Your meat industry is constantly working with the Army Quartermaster's Corps to provide greater variety in good eating and good nutrition in these and all rations. For example, you may have read about the canned, ready-to-eat hamburger that is now going to the Army in the field. There are 28 different combinations of canned meats being used in combat rations by the Army. Altogether, there are 55 different meat items, canned, cured, fresh, and frozen, being served to our forces here and overseas. More meat than ever before is earmarked for our fighters during the months ahead. Fighters need proteins, and meat is a yardstick of protein foods because meat measures up to every protein need. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. It's very late at night, along toward morning, in fact, and the Rileys are in bed, but they haven't had much sleep. It seems the new puppy doesn't like his bed in the garage. Listen. Riley, Riley, are you asleep? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, do you hear that dog? Dog? No, no, don't worry. He'll quiet down soon. Oh, you've been saying he'd quiet down for five hours yeah, now. Yeah, but he's got to get weaker sometime. He... Oh, he stopped. The neighbors will call the police. What? They wouldn't arrest him. He's a minor. I mean, he's only a pup. Shut up, tiger. Oh, dear, do you want us to lose our lease? I know how to stop that noise. Sleeping pills. Riley, you're not going to give that puppy sleeping pills. Oh, I'm going to take them. You're responsible for that dog. Now go out there and stay with him. Poor little thing's lonesome for its mother. Well, so am I, but do I bark all night? <laughs> I ain't sleeping in no garage to hold no dog's head, I can tell you, you that. I won't do it, Pat. Yes, you will, Chester. No, I will. Uh, all right, I will. 
What a life. No wonder Lassie left home. <laughs> Oh, tigers, stop licking my face. Now, lay down. Go go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good boy. Yeah. Look, dog, don't be a pig now, will you? You don't have to lay on all the straw. Go on, get, move over. Yeah. Yeah, that's better. Now, take your cold snoot out of my ear. And, and look, just between you and me, tiger, this is no place for you. First thing tomorrow, I'm finding you a new home. Now, now, don't take it like that, now. <laughs> Mother knows best. Hi, Mom. Oh, I'm dear. home school. What are you knitting? Well, I'm knitting a sweater for that puppy of yours. Oh, gosh, Mom, you're beginning to like Tiger, too. <laughs> oh, I better go out to the garage and take a look at him. I ain't seen him since this morning. All right. Knit one, pearl two. Knit one, pearl two. For goodness sake, Riley, you're home early. I got some news for somebody, and I want you to help me break it kind of gentle. Well, I have a little surprise for you, too, Riley. See what I'm doing? Well, yeah, you're knitting. You're doing... <laughs> knitting. <laughs> Peg. Peg, what are you knitting? What does it look like? It's It's a little... Peg, Peg, you don't mean that, that, darling. Well, after all, if we're going to have one, we have to look after it. Well, <laughs> well yes, that, that, that's right, sweetheart. But Peg, when, when, when did you first know about... Well, <laughs> when I knew you had your mind set on it, I decided to cooperate. <laughs> This is so sudden. Why didn't you tell me sooner? I didn't think it was so important. Not important? Why? I mean, it doesn't concern you. It doesn't concern... <laughs> Why, Dumplin', I'm your husband, ain't I? I gotta phone the boss. I'm asking for a raise. I, I, I'll tell him we're gonna have another mouth to feed now. And Nonsense, right Riley. On. We'll just get a few extra bones from the butcher. And... Bones? <laughs> Why, bones will ruin his gums, Peg. You... What on earth are you talking about? What? Chester Riley, what's got into you? Well, this sweater's for Junior's dog. No child of mine is gonna eat bones. Oh, dog. Riley, what did you think? Oh, uh, not, not, but, but stop knitting. Oh. <laughs> Why? Well, that dog we got, we ain't got. I, I give him away this morning to a fellow I know, uh, Henry Miller. He, he'll take good care Chester of Chester Riley. Well, what's the matter? You didn't like him. And... I did, too. And Junior's wild about him. You want to break that boy's heart? You beg and plead until I let you have a dog, and then, just because you lose one night's sleep with a poor little creature, you you give him away. But I... You... Bob! Bob, my dog is gone! I can't find him! Tiger's lost! No, he's not lost. I, I, I promise you, I'll get him back. But I'll never see him You'll again. have him he's back lost. here by Don't six o'clock, Junior. Now, I'll stop balling! He ain't far, Junior. Six o'clock. I swear he'll be here by six o'clock. Hello? Hello, Miller. 
Look, look, Miller, this is Riley. Yeah, about that pup I gave you. Look, I'm coming over to take him back because I got my... What? What? He ran away. You can't find him. What a revolting development this is. <laughs> here, Tiger. Here, Tiger. Well, ain't you lost in this part of town, Mr. Riley? No, I ain't lost, Mr. Regan. I've been walking around for hours. Oh, you got the wrong shoes there for walking. <laughs> now, take a look at these shoes I got on. Call him a thousand yeah, miles. Yeah, 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 I heard that before. I ain't got time now, Mr. Regan. Here, Tiger, here, Tiger. Poor fella. His feet must be extra bad tonight. <laughs> now, now, puppy, you lie quiet in old Pop Egan's mailbag. We'll find you a good home. Some grace. <laughs> Johnson, that puppy don't seem to be anywhere in town, and he ain't down here at the dog pound. What am I going to do, Mr. Johnson? No, Mr. Riley, I'll do what I can. That's what the dog catcher is for. <clears throat> Listen, that sounds like Tiger now. Oh, that's me. It's my nervous condition. <laughs> yeah, get a catch in my throat whenever I'm excited. <clears throat> I hate to see a dog lost. I love dogs, and dogs love me. We understand each other. <clears throat> yeah, I guess you speak their language. <laughs> yeah, but I ain't seen a dog answering your description today. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Throat's really bad today. Well, why don't you lap up a little water? I mean, uh, take a drink of water, you... Look, Mr. Johnson, I can't go home without that dog. I promised Junior that by 6 o'clock I... And my wife, I, I hate to think what she'll do to me. Ah, now, her bark's probably worse than her bite. <laughs> yeah. I might as well give up. I combed the town with fine teeth. If he ain't here, I don't know where else he'd be. Oh, he'll turn up. Usually a lost dog don't wait for me to go after him. Comes in and gives himself up. Oh, even a little puppy like this one? How, how, how would he know? Oh, word of mouth. One dog tells another. Dogs have a nose for news. <clears throat> what, 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 what did you say? Uh, you ought to know. <laughs> well, I might as well go home and take my medicine. Oh, Mr. Riley, don't go away with your tail between your legs. Why, if I had a son and something like this happened, I'd have a heart-to-heart -heart talk with him, just like I do with my dogs. <laughs> you tell him the truth? Yeah. Go to him. Pick him up on your lap. Pat his head and scratch behind his ears and tell him the whole truth. And if he's a thoroughbred, he'll look up at you with his big brown eyes and say... Pop, is that you? Oh, Junior. Oh, hello. Where's my dog, Pop? Uh, Junior, to tell the truth, the fact is, uh, it's like this, Junior. You didn't find them, did you? Well... Not yet, Junior. Uh, how could he get out of our garage and, and get lost? Well, Junior, your, your, your dog ain't exactly lost. 
Junior, sit down here on the steps a second here. Now, look, you see, I mean, you get the idea? <laughs> I mean, Junior, I gave your dog away. Well, go ahead, say it. I won't blame you. Pop, you, you gave him away? Yeah, to make peace in the neighborhood, and... Then I tried to get him back, but he was he was gone, and now I can't find him. I'll, I'll do anything you say to make it up to you, Junior. I... Don't say no more, Pop. I'll get over it. Don't worry. Maybe when I grow up and graduate from school and get married and have a family and dogs for my kids to play with, maybe by then I'll get over it. <laughs> Thanks, Junior, but couldn't you forgive me now? There's always a chance you won't get married. I... I forgive you, Pop. Oh, gee, thanks, Junior. After all, you're my own father. Yeah. You coming in, Pop? No, no, I'm all mixed up. I, I'm going to sit on the steps here and blow out my brains with fresh air. Well, good night, Junior. <laughs> Forgive me, but I'd rather he bawled me out. Well, well, well. Is that you, Mr. Rennie? Yeah, Mr. Egan, it's me. I see you sitting there and says I to myself... I know. My feet hurt me, so I need a new hat. I, <laughs> I says to myself, now there is the very man I'm looking Look, I for. I don't want to talk right now, Mr. I Egan. I know just don't... what'll cheer Mr. Riley up, I say. I know a thousand mile shoes like you're wearing. But... You know how it is with the mailman. He walks the same route every day and he has some funny experiences, you see. Now, you take this morning... Mr. Egan, my mind ain't really on top. There I was, walking along like always, and of course, there was all the dogs on my route trailing along. <laughs> dogs sure love to follow the mailman. Every job's got its drawbacks. I'd... So, I uh, I noticed one little prop that couldn't hardly keep up with the parade. I got plenty of my own troubles, Mr. Egan. So, I it's says just... to myself, says I, this little pup is lost. So, what did I do? I'm going to have our mailbox taken down. <laughs> I'll tell you what I did I picked the pup up And I carried him along in my mail sack Got him here now <laughs> You want to see the puppy? No, my shoes are okay I'm going in Good night Good night Puppy Mr. Egan Mr. Egan, did, did you say puppy? Puppy? Yeah, this one Here in my mail pouch here, wait, I'll show you. <laughs> Come on, boy. It's Tiger, it's our dog. My stars, Mr. Riley. You two must have met before. We was roommates in a garage. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Egan. Excuse me. Junior. Junior. Junior, I found your dog. I told you I'd get him back for you. Poor Mr. Riley. Crazy as a loon. Them shoes of his have gone to his head. <laughs> the Rileys will be back in just a moment. Look to the sea for the ships that carry the men, meat, and munitions. Look to the sea for one of America's greatest needs in winning this war. Look to the sea for the work of heroes now, a solid future in days to come. Men of America with seagoing experience. There are ships sliding down the waves with no crews to take them out and desperately needed supplies of war crying to sail on them. 
This country vitally needs the experienced seamen in the merchant marine. Needed for America's merchant marine are experienced seamen, mates, engineers of all classes, able-bodied seamen, firemen, oilers, and water tenders. And not only in war, but in the peace ahead. Devastated countries to be rebuilt. Island outposts to be fortified. New prospects for international trade. And a rapid rise in rank. To every loyal, able-bodied seaman ashore tonight, we urge that you apply at once by wiring collect to Merchant Marine, Washington, D.C. Men accepted for duty will be put on standby pay immediately and will be furnished transportation to port of assignment. The American Meat Institute brings you this message on behalf of your government. All nutritional statements made about meat on this program are accepted by the Council on Foods and Nutrition of the American Medical Association. That dog, that dog, I'll... Riley, what's gotten into you? I thought you were crazy about Tiger. You've been raving about how cute and smart he is. Sure he's smart. Show you how smart he is. Remember yesterday you were begging me to give up smoking? Yes. Well, that dog must have heard you. He just ate up a whole box of my cigars. Follow the life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley, and presented by the American Meat Institute every week at this same time. This is Ken Nile saying, see you next week. This is the Blue Network. <laughs>